Welcome to Accountable Love, where we trade past pain for future happiness. My name is Jerry. And my name is Aziz. So today we're going to be talking about happiness. And the definition of happiness is a state of well-being that encompasses living a good life. That is with a sense of meaning and deep satisfaction. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, the principles of love and cheating and drugs and all, all kinds of just things that maybe in the world that we would want to change, but we never talk about, you know, it's rare where we have discussions where we talk about things that we want to maintain. So happiness is one of them. I mean, when you think of happiness, a lot of people think of being happy, like just yeah. just happy. Happy is, you know, it's not a state of being. It's like it's what you are in the moment. No, happy. Happy, happy is, is what, what you, you are, are in the moment. moment. Happiness yeah. is a lifestyle. Definitely. Happiness is a lifestyle. So we're going to now really dissect and look at look at what, what makes a person happy. Like, Jerry, what will make you happy? What will make you say that you're living in, in the state of happiness? By being my best self, by doing everything, by using every opportunity to be the best person I could possibly be, by me, and not necessarily getting everything I want, but making sure that all of my relationships are solid, that I'm a good parent. Um, work is one of those things where when you work for other people, it's kind of go either way. But for the most part, it's at you at a place where you can always bounce back. Um, I think health, like when you have your health, but even that's unpredictable right i could wake up tomorrow and have some shit so um it's 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 just living in a pop being in a positive place and living your best life and putting your best foot forward and i think that that for me would i wouldn't say mean but that for me would would mean happiness to me definitely i mean when i think of when i literally think of happiness i think of finding Happy, being happy is like watching a comedy show. You know, like you're laughing, you're happy, like hanging out with your peoples, y'all cracking jokes, things of that nature, seeing your kids running towards you. That you know, that brings a sense of happiness. Be happy, being happy. But when you think of happiness, I think of finding the day that you could repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. Finding like, you know, when you listen to a rap song and then when you like... You know, when you see Jay-Z, let's say we talk about Jay-Z, you see Jay-Z when he was early in his career mm-hmm. and he's rapping fast. That wasn't his niche. Yeah, no. But once he found his niche, he can duplicate it over and, and over mm-hmm. and over again. It came so easy, so natural. That's happiness. Mm-hmm. It's something that you could duplicate when you find your niche in life and you can duplicate that over and over again. And it just keeps on, you keep on reaping the benefits of it. Well, yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's not something that you can decide every other day it's, it's something that you live every day and although things may not go like things may not happen as planned or or that you may you may get bad news or you know some things may not work out in your favor you still have that's still kind of like your foundation like you can always get back there Definitely. so like I remember in the past when someone would ask me like what do I want out of life I used to say or what do I want out of a relationship? I used to say, I just want to be happy. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Definitely. You know what I there mean? There was like, no real good No, it was so vague. It. it was like happy. Like I mean, we okay. all said it. I, you know, and, and, and now it. that I look back on it, it's just that I, I, at that time, I couldn't articulate what I really wanted. But yeah, I wanted something consistent. I wanted something that, like you said, I could, I could do every single day, even through the bad times, and still want to still do it with that person. So, you know, although I was chasing... At that time of feeling, I know that it's a faith and it's a lifestyle, and it takes some upkeep. Like you, you, you know, it's easy for you to do the bad. Oh, it's easy for you to do the wrong thing over a good thing. It's easy for you to be negative over positive. But when you are living a, a fulfilled and positive life, those things come really naturally. Even though you have 
bad moments. You know, like I have bad moments, but it's it's a moment and it passes and I get over it and I'm solution driven. So I'm always thinking about the future, looking ahead because I have a solid foundation. You know, I, there's not, I, I'm always thinking of, um, my glass is always half, half full, not half empty. So when things kind of happen, I don't, I don't break. And it's not, I would agree with what you said. It's, it's, you do have bad moments in the state of happiness and people think it's just bliss. Like where there's no bad moments, but you do have bad moments in a state of happiness. The reason why it's called it's, it's it is happiness. It's just like when you find purpose, and you know you want to fulfill that purpose. It's hard to like you know you exercise or let's say you you're going to be a oh, ball exercise. player or I mean let's let's stay away from that topic. Let's move on. You're gonna be let's say you're gonna be a ball player and you take a million jump shots, but the result. You, 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 you embrace the result because like you take a million jump shots and then when you're in basketball games, they actually start going in. You become a better player. You start getting ranked. Then you start becoming the best players in your town, the best player in your district, the best player in your state. And then it keeps going and going. But you get a regiment or you come to understanding that you consistently, you consistently practice similar ways. You consistently have the right time. You consistently have a regimen, a, a regiment, excuse me. And that's what happiness is. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So they still during practice, they're working hard. There's mm-hmm. still a stress. There's still stressful moments. There's times you want to quit. You still have bad games, but it's the motivation to see your destination and keep working towards your destination. It's actually getting to your destination and knowing how to maintain your destination because you know all the work you put in. Mm-hmm. So happiness is it, it, it does have the painful moments, but it's the positive. It's, it's, it's just believing that you're going to get there at all times. So a person says, how are you happy if you don't have a relationship, meaning a partnership with somebody? And it's just because you know that that partnership is out. there. Mm-hmm. So you didn't lose hope in the ability to have a partner mm-hmm. or like, how are you so unhappy and let's say a parent passed away. It's the ability. It's the ability to say to yourself, "Listen, my mother or my father will want me to be happy. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I have a different mindset. Meaning, I'm going to live not just for me, but for them also, and get the and create the life that they wanted for me. So, like, there's so many things when you are happy. There's not a lot of things that break you out of that mold because you have found the foundation. And you have found the mindset to continue to move forward even in negativity. Or in, even when negative things happen to you. Well, happiness is a choice. And I think that that's what a lot of people fail to realize. Like, you have to wake up and decide that you want to be put your best foot forward and live your best life. Like, that's a choice. It's not given to you. You're not given, you know, this nice deck of cards and said, you know, this is the path that I'm going to carve out for you. So you just have to show up. It's, it's more than just showing up. Like, you have to put in the work. So it, it, it's, it's definitely something that you have to decide. The same way, like, you know, like you said, if you want to be the best basketball player, you have to decide that you want to put in the work so that you can be that person. If you want to, you know, exercise and lose weight, um, you have to put in the work to get there. And it, it takes and, and it takes it takes dedication. It takes will. It takes knowing it working for something that you may not see right away. And I think that and that's the faith portion of it. So, you know, it's not something that you are going to you're not going to be given happiness. You have to work for it. You have to want it. You have to have people around that want the same thing so that you could collectively build something together that actually makes sense and that's healthy. Definitely. And I think it's built on wanting the little things. Like if you're now 
you meet a woman, you're inspired by their smile. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you go through life trying to see that smile as many times as possible? Mm-hmm. If you love, you know, if you love a man the way the creases in his face sit, why would you not like explore those creases as many times as you can explore those creases? It's just like taking pride in the little things that attracted you to a person. Mm-hmm. And you have friends and you love the way your friend bakes or the way you you know you like encourage them at all times or you embrace the fact that y'all could have open dialogue about maybe negative things or maybe things that may affect you or things that may offend you it's just like really embracing embracing the lives you have together you know so like what you i mean piggybacking off what you said you're saying happiness is like building something Amazing, but it is the it is what we talked about earlier about consistency. It is what we talked about earlier about it being a state of being. It is, but it's also a conscious thing. Yeah. It's also something you have to make conscious before you actually acquire it. Well, you have to be be- happy. Before it becomes a habit. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to also be happy with yourself. So you can't. You know, I know. At one point in my life, well, I was maybe briefly. <laughs> Where, you know, there was a time when you thought that you needed other people to make you happy. Like, you needed other things and other people so that you could be your best self. Like, I used to always say, if I made, I was chasing money, right? So, it's like, if I made X amount of money a year, I'll be fine. And then I make that and it's like, oh, well, if I make, you know, 10 more thousand dollars than that. And then it goes on and on and on. And and I had to realize that it's not about the money that I'm making. Yes, making a decent salary does help. But it was more than that. Like it, it was, I was using money as a, uh, in my mind, money was going to make me happy, but it was beyond the money. It was me and making the, making better choices and, and, and creating better relationships and me, you know, the, the job that I was in, like there was all these other things that made me unhappy. But in my mind, I had the, the money was going to offset that or justify where I was at. So I had to realize, like, am I going to go through life chasing money or am I going to go through life really living life and living my best life and really make the decisions that I need to make, not just for me to be happy, but for everyone around me? And there's times I, I could even say that I took happiness for granted. Like my mother did everything she can, she could to make sure that I had the best life. And I would complain about not having little things. I never really paid attention to the struggle and the things that she like all the things she sacrificed to get me the things I, I wanted or the things I needed. So I was living in that. Like I looked, I, I seen around me and there was a lot of families crumbling. There was a lot of people that didn't have what I had at times. And I didn't focus on that. I focused on the things that I wanted. So like it stole my happiness because I was living in a happy existence. My house, I come in, I can talk to my mother. We could have real good discussions. It wasn't really a closed environment. But I, I didn't really look at it and say, let me embrace this environment. This is a great environment. I kind of took it for granted. And I think a lot of people do that. We don't really pay attention to what we actually have in front of us and all the great things we have mm-hmm. in front of us. And I'm not talking about making the best out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when you actually have good really good things yourself. going for yourself yeah. and you don't take time to really take, in, take a deep breath and suck it all in. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like when... You know, like I just recently had a child and, you know, when he was born, I took two seconds to breathe and take it all in. If I'd have had a child a lot younger, I probably would have been worried about what the child's going to do, like how the child's going to take from me. Mm-hmm. 
because maybe I wasn't ready to have a child. But at the same time, that would have been the mindset. Mm -hmm. It's good to know that now I'm in a whole different place. And the mindset was like, take this moment in, Mm -hmm. really embrace this moment Mm -hmm. because it's very important. You know, and it's those things that really now put a stamp on your life where you are able to really take in the people that actually mean something to you. And that's a part of happiness. Mm -hmm. So like you do have to be happy within yourself, but that happiness has to inspire other people around you. And you do other people do make you happy, but you don't need other people to be happy. But other people do make you happy. So. It's, though it's not a necessity, I think being happy within yourself brings other people that's going to maintain your happiness. But I think they're, uh, that's a part of it because other than that, it's going to be a lonely existence. No, agree. But don't you think that you have to know what truly makes you happy? Definitely. I'm, I'm think, what I'm saying is hand in hand. But I didn't want people to get the message like as long as I'm happy by myself, no, 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 I'm no. happy. And I, and I wasn't trying to believe that. So. My whole point is like when you are happy, you attract happy people. Yeah. Because I know before I used to sit, you know, on the block and we complain about all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just complaining. Now complaining is like chalk on a chalkboard. It's like nails on the nails chalkboard. On the chalkboard. I mean. Nails yeah. on the chalkboard. It's it's just a it's a glare like you see it. Yeah. You hear it every time it's happening. You just hear it because I'm like, why are you complaining? And you have the chance to do something better about it. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you actually have the breath to actually do something about the thing you're complaining about. Yeah. You know, regardless of what it is. Or complaining, if it's out of our control, we're stuck in an elevator together. So yeah. we got to come up with solutions. So I'm just saying like, find, find, find the moments of happiness. So it is a mentality. No, it's it something is. that you would have to definitely it's put into place. You have, to put, you have to work at it every day and until, like you said, it becomes natural. Like now... It becomes natural. Like I, I ride the train in the morning, and it's really crowded, and though like it's expected, I know unless somebody's blatantly disrespectful, it it comes with the territory. Like I know that homegirl's jack is gonna be rubbing on me. I may get hit with a book bag. You know, guys don't like to take their book bags off on the train. Please take your book bag off. <laughs> but you know, stuff like that. Like it, it's it's. I know it comes with ha- traveling on the train going downtown. Definitely. So because I go in with that mindset, I know. I would love to read my book on the train, but you know what? I'll listen to my podcast or I'll listen to music or I'll, you know, something that's going to relax me as I make my way downtown. A couple of years ago, that may not even been my outlook on it. I would have been annoyed, frustrated, huffing and puffing and feeling this type of way because I'm squeezed onto the, squeezed on, I'm being squeezed on the train when it's really unavoidable unless you either travel really early in the morning before rush hour or you or or after it you know what i mean like they or you drive to work or you take a taxi like there's really no way around it so i'm at a place where you know it's those little things that the little things that used to bother me because i used to be very impatient they don't even bother like i'm unfazed it it doesn't bother me anymore but it's because i'm in a healthier state of being i'm in i'm happier um and i'm constantly working toward the happiness and not just by by really just being solution driven, no thinking about ways to get around certain things and not negative ways, but positive ways. And that's what I meant by like, though it's a mentality and it's something that is habit forming, it has to stay in the forefront. Yeah, of because course. Because you're, you're challenged every day. A- absolutely. And constantly challenged. So you're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, maintain this happiness. And mm-hmm. we talk about accountable love and just holding people accountable. I think there's a standard to maintaining once you have a, accountable loves to maintaining the happiness that surrounds them. Absolutely. And not letting somebody steal your joy because mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's be clear when they say 
when Biggie said more money, more problems. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> more, you know, when your lifestyle is not even about the money. No. When you're doing great, people want to steal your joy. Mm-hmm. And you can try to think and wonder why they want to do it because you want to bring them joy as well. Like you don't just want to keep all the joy for yourself when you typically happy is because you're surrounded by people that's making you happy and mm-hmm. they want to spread the love. Like you don't want to just keep it to yourself. But at the same time, there's always somebody who wants to steal that from you. Yeah. And you question why would you want to steal that from somebody when you can just be happy too, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people don't know how to be happy and they don't know, you know, because they look at the trials and tribulations of their life. But well, if you see the light at the end of the time. definitely, I mean, they're is, so far gone. I, I mean, I've been there. It, it seems so far fetched. It seems like something that you want, but you you can't quite get. But what you fail to realize is you take steps to, as you, you you take steps toward it. So you keep moving in that direction. You'll get there. It, it takes what you know turning. If, if you're in a negative situation, seeing the positive in it. It's having a problem, finding a solution. Those are little things that will get you to that happy place. And if you continue to do that, it will become second nature. Definitely. I mean, I I have a you know I have somebody I'm cool with that's going through you know child support payments, and they're going back and forth to court. And you question how could you. Explain to this person that you got to find some way to be happy in all of these moments. Mm-hmm. Now, this would have happened a while ago. He might have been frustrated and mm-hmm. ready to harm somebody else or, you know, hot tempered. And anytime somebody approached him, he's ready to flip on them. But I think now he's in a, you know, I think the child support situation is happening because he's in a, a, a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. And his ex is trying to steal his happiness. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's aware of it now. See, he's conscious of it. Like, mm-hmm. she's trying to steal my happiness. So, he goes to court mm-hmm. and he's in a positive place because mm-hmm. he's saying, listen, no matter what I have to pay, no matter what's going on, I'm not going to allow this person to steal my joy. Instead mm-hmm. of going back and forth with a tip for attack, falling into the plan, mm-hmm. he's actually saying, listen, I'm going to let you do what you do. You're going to bury yourself and I'm going to actually move on in my mm-hmm. happy existence. And because I think no that's the example. Money he gives her. Although he, let's be clear, he was giving her money already. Definitely. But no matter how much money he gives her, she's still going to be unhappy. So, you know, and that's something that she has to figure out. And that's something that she has to come to grips with. So, yeah, like you said, if he wasn't in the good place that he was in, he would have had that situation rather poorly, I'm sure. Definitely. And, I, you know, I, I was talking to somebody that was talking about, you know, like, why do people always try to fix their problems? But if it's a problem... Why wouldn't a person try to fix your problem? What do you mean? I don't understand that. You know, like, they were saying that every time I have a problem and I'm trying to talk to somebody about oh, the problem, they just want to yeah, fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but what, isn't that the reason why we have problems to fix them? Mm-hmm. So then I'm realizing, like, some people just don't want problems fixed because they embrace the drama. Yeah. Like, the drama of the problem gets them the attention they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why wouldn't you want to fix a problem when you can be in a happier state if your problem's fixed. Yeah. So, like, that's something that threw me off because I'm like, when I'm reading it, because when a person says it to you, people have said it to mm-hmm. me, but it probably didn't register. But when I'm reading it, I'm like, why wouldn't a person want their problem fixed? Mm-hmm. And then now you go on and it's like, I just want to vent. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how do you vent to a person with opinions? Yeah, how do you vent to a living being? So, like, you go into that whole back and forth and that whole understanding, and I'm like, do people really want to be happy? So, it, it causes you to question, do you want to be happy? Well, you taught me that. You taught me that if I come to you with a issue and I'm not ready to resolve it, you don't want to hear it. 
Um, you also told me you're not my girlfriend, and if you, <laughs> I, I could find other people for that. So, but it made me realize what I was doing and why I was doing it. So, I would only come to you if we were ready to kind of carve out a, a problem. Like what? I would only come to you if I was ready to solve a problem. And if I was coming to you just to vent, then I took a step back to think about why do I just want to vent? Why am I caught up in the drama and I need to get it together? Maybe I have too much time on my hands. Maybe I wasn't in the best place, in this, in the, in, in, in a good place. So yeah, you get caught up in the drama and it's like, you know, watching reality television, like it, it, it's like a high, right? Definitely. Like you see dumb shit, you do dumb shit, you hear dumb shit, you, you're part of the dumb shit and it's like, Guess what, girl, guess what happened? And who sent me this text? And who said that? Like, it becomes a thing. So it's like you're back in school all over again. Like, it's crazy. And But you made me realize that when you shut me down and was like, you tell me what? Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, what are you telling me this for? Like, if you don't want to do anything about it, I don't want to hear it. I only, A, started coming to you with, with stuff that I was ready to, to do something about. And B, it had me second guess why I was doing it and should I be doing it and had to check myself and kind of leave the drama alone. Definitely. So now I'm at a place where I'm not saying I don't complain, but it's not the it's same limited. type of complaint. It's, it's, it's complaining. It's, it's limited. And sometimes I get caught up and you're like, uh, no. Um, but yeah, if I, if it's open ended and it's just this live drama, you're like, you don't want to, you don't want to hear it. And it just made me a better person as well. I mean, I definitely, I mean, you definitely look at look at people in like even in your, which, what you just said, like if I don't want to solve the problem, why am I coming to you? If anything's a problem, why wouldn't you want to solve it? Period. Yeah. That's my thing. Why do you pick and choose when to go to somebody? Let's say this is the master problem solver. Why would you pick and choose when to go to the person if you want to solve your problem? Because you don't. You just want to complain about and it. And that's what and I'm saying. Know, so say if, if, it's, if you're complaining about a person. You, you complain about the person because you want to still keep them around. You, if you, you know, you don't really want to do anything about it. You want to be able to talk your, you know, talk your mess and say what you want to say and still have that person in the relationship. Same like work. We complain about work all we want. But if you're not looking for a new job, then what the hell are you complaining about? Like, you know what I mean? If you're not doing anything about it, then why are you complaining? Yeah. I so, mean, I kind of caught up in that. Like you getting you getting this really bad rut at work. Yeah. <clears throat> You're like, yo, I just need to leave. You know, they targeting me. They trying yeah. to come after me. They coming for me. They, but yet you wake up every day to go to the same job where people are coming for you, coming yeah. after you. But whatever, not only whatever. that, like you have to go because that's you're an adult, so you're not gonna just put your job like that. Definitely. But you're not looking for a new one. So that's the issue. It's not so much like you're complaining about it, but yet you're not doing shit about it. Like you go into work every day, coming home complaining. You're in a bad, not you, but you, you're in a bad mood. I mean, I've done it. Like I but said, I've not, done but, the same uh, thing. Yeah, but I'm but not looking for a job and I'm sitting here. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> like a resume, for me. but yeah. yet you complain about work. Like, it's, 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 it's crazy. Or, you know, but I've had it where I had old coworkers and they're, you know, they're talking about the place that I currently work, where they used to work. And, you know, I couldn't really partake in that conversation too much because I still work there. And, you know, not to say that I can't talk about it, but it's like, what does it say about me? Definitely. If I'm over here co-signing what you're saying, I'm still, and I'm still there. But I'm saying like the and bigger thing is for a new job. the person that's coming in had a great weekend, enjoying their job, enjoying the work they do, enjoying like inspired by the work. What are we all looking at them saying? They're faking it. Or like we we trying to like come on man like get away from me with that. Yeah. How many times like I've been there? Like yo, you're a little too jo- jolly right now. Like, mm-hmm. but their light is so bright. And it's noticeable. Yeah. So, like, 
you think that you're your own person, mm-hmm. but when you look around you, there's a bunch of miserable people with you. Yes. And this person's by themselves and they're so happy. Mm-hmm. So that, that that made you realize how much how rare happiness is. Yeah, it is. Because you literally can see that one or two people that's actually at a job, a profession, a profession a profession. Oh. No, a profession that's actually happy. How many people you really see at your job that's happy? Oh. That's experiencing happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, a woman may get engaged. She comes to work. She's very happy with her life. You know what I mean? Then something happens with that. And the job still doesn't make her happy. So regardless of whether she's happy at home, the job doesn't make her happy. Mm-hmm. So she came home. She comes home with the job problem all the time. And it's now destroying her, her marriage. Yeah. So like all the marriage is not making her happy. The job makes her happy, but she's coming to work with the marriage problems and is destroying her, the, the morale of her of her um, of her job, mm-hmm. like her, her environment at work. So think about it. These are the things like we don't really take into account, like happiness. is It has to be a, a universal thing. Mm-hmm. You have to find a passion in everything you're doing or you got to reevaluate mm-hmm. the things you're doing. So, like, we talked about consistency and we just was talking about it in areas. But when yeah. you really look at it, happiness is finding a niche in, in everything you do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you have to look at, is this going to benefit me in the whole, in the long run? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I actually had an issue at work. But now I go to work and I'm, like, looking at the things that I kind of can inspire people to do. So, inspiration is what now causes me to come go to a job that I'm not really happy to be be at right now. But... I'm happy to be there because I found coworkers that I actually enjoy. I found I'm inspired by the work I do and I found inspiration in the work I do. So I come to work every day happy. Mm-hmm. Part two is I, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy being a part of Accountable Love. And, I, you know, I just look at that and I'm like, wow, we, we, we can do something to help other people deal with the stresses in their life, deal with the, you know, defined terms in their life. And actually now in this podcast, talk about. What can make you happy and what could change the mentality? Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, we talk stories. We go back and forth about things. We come at you with with different stories and different angles, but we never really sit back and think this is what could possibly change somebody's life. This is what possibly can make a person happy. But it's a game changer. Once you identify what makes you happy and your passion and just like you said, making the best out of all situations, um, you live a totally different life. Like, my days now are not even it's nothing compared to like I I was walking around in a in a in a in a funk at one point and I didn't really quite know how to get away get out of it and I you know had people around that also you know we would connect on drama definitely and you know when you have it's harder to kind of get out of it when you have everyone around you connecting on drama definitely so you know it was like the normal thing to do until one day I said you know I realize that we connect on drama. It's a drug like anything else. It's a drug like anything else. I don't want to live that life anymore. And, you know, the person that, you know, I was speaking with was like, well, yeah, I kind of figured, like, and I wasn't, I I would say I was depressed at the time. And, you know, the person that I was speaking to was like, yeah, I kind of knew you were. And I was like, what? So basically you knew that I was in a dark place and you didn't want to address it. Definitely. So that was a whole other conversation. But the point is that I, I, I knew on my own that, I wasn't living my best life, and that wasn't life. And it was like sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you a quick boost yep. to talk about somebody else mm-hmm. and to actually feel like you're living in a you're better like existence. Like when you think about Definitely. it, like you're deflecting. You're thinking about, like I'm talking about how this person's a deadbeat and this person can do that. And 
the chick at work and all, you know, like you making all this stuff, <laughs> like you creating all this shit and you realize that when you said, when you think about it, you were deflecting the whole time because you just don't have to think about yourself. Because when you are happy, yeah. you're not thinking about no, nothing negative us. going on around no, you. No, you don't. You like focused you kind of on like, I, everything I, yeah. being positive. You focus on where you're going. Mm-hmm. You focus on how many people you can take with you. You focus on the things that's going on in your life. And you spend a lot more of your time thinking how you can make other people happy. Well, bigger than that, your stories are different. When I come in with a story back, it's not, oh my God, could you guess what blah, 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 blah did? It's like, homegirl did this and this is, you know, like I have a whole complete story. Definitely. Not just this one-sided, I'm um, angry black girl and I had to, you know, let some chick well, have it. And, you're not all black. But. Well, I'm... You always want to pump your face halfway. <laughs> but go ahead. Go angry ahead. black girl. And um <laughs> angry black girl. And I'm Afro-Latina. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, and I you just made me forget my train of thought. How I'm gonna make you forget you pumping your fist, your story is whole, you have a complete story, you don't just come to work with the drama. Yeah, and that, that's all that I was basically your story. Yeah. But the overall, I mean like I mean, I, I'm always messing with her, teasing her. But at the end of the day, I am really you do have to. Okay, you do have to. You do have to work towards happiness. You have to make happiness something that is a daily thing. When you yeah. wake up in the morning, you have to like think about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we don't even talk about the the romance and the things that you can put like just the things that like happiness the has foundation. to radiate. Yeah, of often. And it is a foundation. It's something that you have to inspire to be on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And once you find like once you find yourself doing it and it's second nature, that's when you know happiness is yours. Mm-hmm. But until then, you have to work at it. Absolutely. But my name is Aziz. I'm Jerry. And this is Accountable Love. Thanks for listening.